Hi all, my name is Isabel and I'm your host for Sustainable Finance Quick Takes podcast, in which we touch upon specific issues around finance, business and sustainability. As this is the first Quick Takes podcast, we might as well start from the foundation. How do we talk about sustainability and climate change and how does that impact the way we address these issues? Language has the power to shape perspectives and attitudes and, and thereby also financial markets. And we see that play out in the climate change discourse, where the language is changing alongside how society looks at it. So one of my colleagues, Min Lo, has recently analyzed this in an article she wrote, and I invited her to tell more about that. Hey, Min. Hi, Isabel. So you looked at this, um, and maybe to start us off, what made you look into the language of climate change? Well, linguistics has always been an interest of mine, and I found that language has immense power in shaping how we think, as whether like subconsciously or consciously, how we use language kind of shapes like our perspectives on certain things. And I wanted to look at the language of climate change because as we all know, climate is the current hot topic, pun intended. So this is something that I chose to look at. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So maybe then uh, start from the beginning again. Like, where does the term climate change come from? Why do we use it like this? So the term climate change originated within the scientific community. And to most people, like even you and me, I would say that we use climate change with the same meaning as the term global warming. but these two terms actually mean subtly like different things. So for instance, like if we look at human agency, like the two terms have different opinions on whether human is a cause for like the rising temperatures or like the change in like global climate. So I think even though these two terms have been used by most people kind of with the same meaning, they actually mean different things, especially within specific communities like the scientific community. And it's very important to understand which words that we are choosing because depending on who we are, if you're a big institution, choosing one term over the other might be conveying different meanings intentionally or subconsciously, which I think that the general public should be aware of. Okay, so can you expand on that? What implied messaging should we be aware of when we talk about the environment and ourselves in it? If we rephrase it as impact on our environment this shows that we exist as a part of our environment it shows that we are more integrated with our environment and like it increases the kind of emotional connection that we have okay yeah that's interesting and um and how how does it apply to our planning then like how do we use language to plan ahead in terms of solutions for that environment environment that we're actually in That is a very interesting question because I think that a main concern or a main issue is that climate change effects, they kind of come into play like decades after. But even though currently we are experiencing some of these effects like more extreme weather fluctuations, but really we don't really feel the intensity, the severity of climate change until maybe 20, 30 years into the future. So I think a main issue is like how can we be connected to what the things that we could experience in the future. And a thing that I've read is that social psychologists have found that how we bond with our future self, we kind of see our future self as we do with a stranger that we pass by on the street. 
So we really don't have that much emotional connection with our future self, someone that is like 20, 30 years ahead that will be experiencing all these climate change effects. So it is really difficult for us to plan and to kind of mitigate what the things that we do now, because whatever we do now, it will have an impact on our future. So I think this is something that we should really be more aware of and be more conscious of because whatever we do now, it will impact us. But even though we don't kind of consciously or even subconsciously feel this way, we have to be aware of this because it will impact us. Yeah, so basically the language then creates a distance between us and that problem of climate change. Um, and yeah, it is difficult sometimes to talk about climate change, especially when people have very different ideas about it. Like politically, there's such big differences between people and and the way that it plays upon this problem, right? Yeah. So maybe can you expand a little bit on the impact of of the language use which you described on on the collective decision that we're making like why is it so difficult to talk about climate change and and what's the effect of that i think a main impact is that whenever we read things that like create this kind of distance between us we just don't take it as seriously so i think one key example that i can think of is that if you look at the recent ipcc reports in scientific reports scientists will always use phrases such as virtually certain or like high confidence. So these phrases convey the scientific accuracy. It's not meant to downplay the effects of climate change. They just convey the precision and the accuracy of the scientific research. If we take these terms out of a scientific context and bring it into a layperson's context, they might mean completely different things. We can understand it to be like scientific skepticism where like we don't believe the scientific evidence, but that is not how the phrases are meant to be understood because of the context that they came from. So likewise, if we also look at a similar scientific context term, terms such as carbon neutral and net zero, they mean the balancing of emissions added to the atmosphere with an equivalent amount of removal. But the use of these terms in corporate marketing, they typically refer to having some form of carbon offset, such as avoiding deforestation as a way of achieving net zero. The use of terms in the two different contexts can be dangerous because believing that one is acting towards net zero might not necessarily mean that you are actually contributing towards achieving net zero, just because of the differences in meaning in how the phrases are used in like two different contexts. Yeah, I guess, and this can create frustrations um, or misunderstandings that that have consequence in the sense of people use the same words, but just with a different meaning and then potential hidden agendas uh, play a role as well. So I can imagine that this this is not always creating the most constructive conversation about climate change. So. To close us off, can you give us some some tips on how we can improve the way that we talk about climate change? There are three things that we can do. First, be more conscious of our word choices. So as we all know now, the words that we use have immense power in shaping how we think. So for instance, The Guardian has since replaced the term climate skeptic with climate science denier. This emphasizes that the scientific evidence that backs up the consequences of climate change is very robust. Second, we can avoid unnecessary jargon and complexity. While terms like carbon neutral can be simple and easy to understand by scientists in a scientific context, most people 
do not live in the scientific context and they might not understand the scientific meaning of the term carbon neutral. So the divergence in understanding can negatively impact the potential for real change to be enacted. Third, we can challenge the narrative and seek clarity where needed. So if corporations are using vague or misleading language to gloss over their climate or environmental impact, we can seek clarity. If a company claims that they are making efforts to reduce their carbon footprint, we as consumers can ask what actions are they taking to reduce their carbon footprint? What is the goal that they are working towards? How are they tracking their progress? By seeking clarity and like challenging the vague language used by corporations, we can really hold corporations accountable to their words and nudge them towards creating positive change. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, thanks, Min. This was very interesting. Thank you for joining no us. No worries. I think ultimately language is a tool that can be used to serve various purposes. And how useful our words are in enacting positive change is determined by how well we choose and use them. So speaking on this podcast is great as it brings the topic of climate change to wider audiences. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, totally. Um, if you want to read more, we will post Min's article in the show notes. This concludes the Sustainable Finance Quick Takes podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This podcast is brought to you by Arabesque. We also have another podcast called Decoding Sustainable Finance. You can check the link to that podcast and other resources in our show notes. Catch you next time. Bye.